measuring earthly light pollution from space. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Alejandro Sanchez de Miguel, scientific researcher and postdoctoral research scholar at the University of Exeter. Welcome, Dr. Sanchez. Ah, pleasure. Give us a quick summary of your astronomy background, please. I have been uh, an amateur astronomer since I was around five years old and, and I became a professional astronomer uh, after making my PhD in the Universidad Complutense de Madrid. Uh, and uh, I, my, my main research field is light pollution, although I make also research in meteors and in, in galaxy evolution. Tell us about the research you conducted using satellite data to reveal light pollution. And what were some of your findings? Well, one of the very last results that we had was that the, we can see the light pollution directly from space. No? Uh, until recently, the people uh, knew that they could see this scatter light uh, from the ground, very obviously near the cities, not so obviously in the dark sky areas. But um, what we didn't know is that we can see all that scatter light, like a halo ar around the cities. So we can do light pollution maps from the sky, no? instead of taking measurements from the ground. That, that really helps us to trace the light pollution. What are the negative aspects of increasing light pollution, including on our biology? Well, the list is, is very, very long now. Like uh, there is a lot of uh, impacts on health. For example, the quality of sleep is, is really bad because of the light pollution that goes through our windows. Uh, that is linked with all kinds of things like risk of obesity or diabetes. Uh, there is some research early stage, I'm, I'm, I have to say it because I'm participating on it, that links also light pollution with breast cancer, prostate cancer, and colon cancer. Um, but it's early stage. The people should not uh, freak out about this, but I have to say it because it's my own research. Um, also, uh, on the ecosystems, you can imagine the, the night is characterized for the lack of light. So when you introduce light in the ecosystems, mess up with all kind of uh, systems on, on, the, on the night. For example, the, the prey-hunter uh, balance is completely messed up. The, the moths and many pollinators don't do the job uh, properly uh, when there is lights. We know the moths go to the lights and the moths are very important pollinators. So they are really also potentially messing up with, with the crops, no? because the pollinators uh, pollinate the crops. No? Also uh, have imp impacts on mosquito diseases like the West Nile uh, virus. So the, the problem of the light pollution is that it's a topic that many people link to astronomy, but the real impacts are way, way wider. And unfortunately, uh, most of the people don't know them. Besides being uh, blocking our beautiful view of the sky, it sounds like it's pretty dangerous. Do you already have all the satellite images or will you need to capture more of them? And, and how does that work? How do you display your findings? 
Well, uh, unfortunately, we don't have all that we need. Um, right now, uh, our main source of uh, information is an instrument uh, above the sat uh, Suomi satellite, but this instrument have a problem that is, is black and white. Uh, and the color is rather important in, in astronomy and light pollution. So uh, the only alternative that we have is the pictures that the astronauts like Jessica Mayer or Don Petit take from the from the space, but they are quite special because they're taken by an astronaut. And these images go to the NASA archive where there is 3 million images and most of them are not located. No? So first we have to thank all the astronauts of all the agencies that take these pictures for us and also thanks to the citizen scientists that participate in the citizen science program Cities at Night that help us to locate these images in the, in the archive. The adoption of LED lighting has got great potential for energy savings, but what are some of the wrong ways that we're using LEDs outdoors? Well, there is a lot of uh, problems with LED lightings. No? First, um, depending on what is the, the lights of the city itself, maybe the energy efficiency is not so great. No? For example, in 2015, there were not LED lighting more efficient than the sodium lamps. Now there is some, but until then, they were not available. Uh, then the, the amount of blue light that the LEDs produce is, is, is much, much higher, like four times than the sodium lamps. And that produce glare, that produce circadian uh, disruption, produce a lot of problems, uh, also in pollinators and all this. And so it's, it's a real big problem. And also, at last, uh, sometimes it's even a scam in terms of Many times we put uh, LED lights to reduce CO2 emissions, but the problem is like the electric cars, the most of the CO2 emissions of the LED lights is in the manufacturing. So yeah, many times it's true that you are saving energy when you introduce them, but all the CO2 emissions were already produced by the manufacturing. So if it's not well done, many times we are actually increasing the CO2 emissions is rather to decrease them. What suggestions can you offer to our audience to minimize and maybe prevent light pollution? Well, the best is put only the, the lights that you really need and, and don't waste it. Uh, send the light to, to where you really need it, uh, to, the, to the ground. Uh, use as amber as possible lights because it's also the most cozy, uh, more romantic, and also the more healthy lights. And if you can put dimmers or motion sensors, because first is what gives you more safety on terms if there is someone there and suddenly the light goes on, they, they will be more scared than is the light just uh, fixed. Dr. Alejandro Sanchez de Miguel, scientific researcher and postdoctoral research scholar at the University of Exeter. If somebody wants to connect with you, um, Alejandro, maybe they want to find out more about your work. How can they do that? Well, the best uh, way is through Twitter. Uh, my, my Twitter is P 
M-I-S-S-O-N. And, and through there, or, or my blog, that is, is the same, but in Blogspot, uh, people can connect with me quite easily. Thank you so much for sharing your insights and all of, all of your work with our audience. And find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.